Hi, and welcome to the Grit Podcast. I'm Mary Werdeman. Well, welcome. Welcome back to the Grit Podcast. Um, I'm so happy and grateful to have you here today. Um, if you're finding me for the very first time, I want to extend you a very, very warm welcome. Thank you for checking me out. Thanks for checking out the Grit Podcast. Um, Grit stands for grief relief. It takes time. However, uh, time alone will not heal your broken heart. It's really what you do with that time uh, that makes all the difference. And that's why I'm here. I'm here trying to um, share some wisdom, share some experience, share some tools um, and, and some insights that I've picked up along the way and then that others have imparted um, on me or to me. So uh, welcome, and I, I'm just really glad you're here, and I want to appreciate you for being here. I know that it's not always easy, and um, it, takes, it takes courage, and it takes commitment, and um, it takes intention. And so you, you came here today, and, um, and I'm grateful for that. So welcome. If you're coming back because um, you're familiar a little bit with the, with the GRIT podcast, um, and some of the things that I've shared here, uh, I want to thank you very much for coming back and I really appreciate it. And I want to appreciate you for coming back. So welcome. Um, what I've been doing for the last few months is I have been reading chapters from, um, my friend Tom Zuba's marvelous, marvelous books. Um, he's written two of them. The first one is called Permission to Mourn, A New Way to Do Grief which is um, just uh, life-changing, kind of groundbreaking. It's um, revolutionary. It's um, very, very helpful um, to anyone who is experiencing grief and who isn't experiencing grief. You know, grief comes in many, many, many different forms. Um, the most visible one is the, is the loss or the death um, of a beloved, but you know we experience grief every day because um, because grief is the end of a dream. It's the internal, automatic, learned response to the ending of an expectation or a dream, and that's happening every day for us, uh, especially in recent months. So, um, so that's. That's grief, and um, and new way to do grief is really helpful because it doesn't involve repressing, repressing and pushing down. Um, it's it's working through it, going through, not around. Um, his second book is called Becoming Radiant: A New Way to Do Life, because when you learn how to grieve well, and you learn how to do grief, then that opens. That opens your life up. That opens you up, and it um, and it helps you to learn how to live again. So, where I am now is I am I've been reading um, chapters from Becoming Radiant, and if if you're interested in going back and hearing the chapters from Permission Permission to Mourn, you can just um, they're all in the index uh, on the home area of all the podcasts, wherever the podcasts are, you know, Apple and, and, and so forth. So you can just scroll down and see all the different episodes and you can, um, you can check it out that way. But uh, anyway, 
moving forward, today I am reading from his wonderful book, uh, Becoming Radiance, and I'm on chapter three. So I'm outside, and I don't know if it's going to be loud, and my intention is not to uh, have to redo this. So if you hear some background noise, I'm going to try it, unless I lose um, internet connection, I'm going to try to um, try to believe that it's unfolding exactly the way it should and that you're going to be able to hear and appreciate the chapter um, as it is. So just a little FYI. Okay, so um, this is Becoming Radiant and I am reading chapter three. Chapter three is called, Is Healing Possible? Is healing possible? And if it is, what does it look like, feel like, taste like, smell like, sound like? Yes, I believe healing is possible, but I'm not sure it's a destination that we'll arrive at one day. I'm not certain we'll wake up one day and say, done with that, I'm all healed now. Rather for me and for you, healing becomes our way of being in the world. Our intention, our hope, our prayer is that we heal more and more with each passing day. The truth is, we each decide if we will heal. It's a decision we make over and over and over again. And remarkably, we each decide and determine the speed at which we heal. We each determine the speed. You may think you are broken, and maybe you are, and maybe you aren't, not really. You are, however, most certainly broken open. Broken open because someone you love dearly died. And this death, this one, was not part of the plan that you had created for your life, for the rest of your life. Your plan, your dream, your hope, your vision, your future, your life has been broken, open, wide open. Is it possible to make peace with your life? To make peace with your life again or for the first time following the death of someone you love so dearly? It is, it is possible. Will you go back to the life you had, to being the person you were? to believing all the things that you did before the person you so dearly loved died. No, that is not possible. And it will require Herculean effort on your part to heal Herculean. It is not easy. And that is why many, most, do not do it. They do not heal. It's just too hard for them. But you are here reading and listening to these words because a part of you, the sole part of you is looking for truth. And you'll recognize truth when you encounter it. In order to heal, you must return to love. You must return to the very core, the center of the relationship you have still and forever with the person you love so dearly who died. And the path you must take to that center, to that core, 
to that love is through, not around the sadness, the anger, the anguish, the despair, the guilt, rage, regret, loneliness, confusion, terror, and every other feeling and emotion that the death of your beloved triggers. You must go through, not around. You must learn to love yourself. You must learn to love yourself so very much that you will no longer create pain by holding on to all that has been causing you pain these days, these weeks, these months, years, decades. You must forgive and release all of it for you. It begins with setting the intention. The intention, I wish I could believe I could heal. I believe I could heal. I believe I will heal. I can heal. I am healing. This is what healing looks like and feels like and tastes like and smells like. And this is what healing sounds like. It's making the conscious decision to end the war that you've been waging with life, your life. It's being willing and able to practice living as, as it is and not as you wish it would be or thinking it should be. It's surrendering, not giving up, but surrendering to what is. It's beginning to forgive everyone for absolutely everything, for what they said, for what they didn't say, for what they did, and for what they didn't do. Healing feels like moving out of the deep, deep sadness into a space of gratitude. Being grateful that your beloved came at all, that she touched your life, and that you touched hers deeply and profoundly. Being grateful that they love you and that you love them still. Healing is being able to look at photos and videos and smiling and laughing and remembering feeling with deep gratitude. It's noticing the colors of life again. It's enjoying a cup of coffee. Healing is becoming comfortable in your own skin again or for the very first time. And feeling passionate about something, about someone, about yourself. You know that you're healing when you can say yes much more often than you say no to life, to love, to yourself. Healing is feeling hopeful and looking forward. It's figuring out why you came to the planet. Healing gives meaning and purpose to all you've lived through. And healing is being able to sit, just sit with the next person who hears the devastating, life-changing, unimaginable news that their beloved finished all their work that he came here to do, dropped his physical body, and returned home. Healing is not easy. It's hard. 
It's hard, hard, hard work. And it requires a Herculean effort over and over and over again. And part of you is ready or you would not be reading or listening to these words. To heal, you must give yourself permission to mourn. Healing is not easy, but it is possible. And oh, it is worth the effort. It is worth the effort. So that, my friends, is chapter three, is healing possible? So what do you think of that? I'd love for you to comment uh, wherever this is posted or on the podcast, but what do you think? Is healing possible? I believe it is, ho- it is possible. I believe I am healing. Um, and yeah, no, I, I don't believe I'm healed. I don't know that I'll ever be healed. I don't really know what healing or healed. I know what healing means. I don't know what healed means. Um, but I know what healing looks like and smells like and tastes like. Um, healing looks like this. It looks like these beautiful flowers behind me. It looks like a beautiful fountain with water. It looks like the sun in the sky. Um, it looks like all the things that you feel grateful for, that you can appreciate the colors of life. That's healing. Um, so let's just go back to a few things in the chapter. Um, so yeah, you know, is healing possible? It's a way of being. Um, I remember when, you know, when I, when I was new to grief, um, I didn't think healing was possible um, because I didn't, again, I didn't know what healed meant. But when it was put, when Tom, when I read Tom's words and then he puts it as, um, it's a way of learning how to be in this world again, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know how to be because the person who I was yesterday is gone. I'm not that person anymore and I don't know how to be. Um, I think there's an expectation that I am supposed to go back to that person, but she doesn't exist. So what now? What now is learning how to move forward with your beloved and learn how to be again in this world, in this life. Um, so that's, that's healing. And yeah, I know I've, I'm doing that. I, and I believe you can do that too. Um, you know, I believe that, that, that having a fulfilling, um, meaningful, purposeful life is possible, but it takes intention. It takes saying yes. It takes saying, I surrender. I, I surrender to, um, to the idea that things aren't ever going to be the way they were or what I had hoped for. Things have changed. They're forever changed. And um, I surrender to that, but I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I've got, you know, there are too many things, um, too many things to live for, you know, family, other family, and um, and myself, and for the beauty that surrounds me, it's all still here. 
but the, the trick is learning learning how to appreciate that again and and, and be with that again so um yeah because you've been broken open you know that's what it does but there's there's so much about that um if you if you are willing to look at the cracks look at the broken pieces look at them examine them study them question them choose what resonates now choose what you believe now pick those up put them put them back together or together in a way a unique way a different way and um and see what gifts what gifts are in that and that new creation because they're there they're there um but it takes time and it takes effort and it takes intention setting the intention that i can heal i want to heal i wish i could heal and that kind of evolves it moves forward into okay i think i can um maybe i could and you know eventually you move into uh, yeah i can and i am and 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 you keep moving forward with with your loved one not leaving any of that behind just pulling it forward and making making um new meaning out of what has been um so let's see what else in this this is this is key um in order in order to heal in order to heal you have to love yourself you have to love yourself enough to stop beating yourself up you have to look at healing as self-love you you don't have to do anything i'm speaking for myself you know i never want to impart you know what i think anyone should do whenever i say you i'm really really speaking to me, I'm always speaking to me. Um, but my hope is that some some of what I say might be of value, and you can pick and choose what that is for you, or none of it, whatever resonates for you. But Tom writes that you must go through, not around, that you must learn to love yourself. Um, and what I have found is that loving myself, um, nurturing myself, and you know, and 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 trying. To to see, look around and see what is, um, what I'm grateful for, taking care of my mind, taking care of my body, taking care of my spirit, all of that self-love helps me not to beat up on myself and it helps me to let go of the pain. Um, healing is shifting every day many 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 moments throughout the day shifting painful thoughts sitting with painful thoughts sitting with painful feelings questioning them honoring them finding a way to releasing them to shifting to a more peaceful belief and i do that i do that because, I, because I've learned to love 
myself enough to let go of some of the pain, to let go of the pain wherever, whenever I encounter, to question the pain and to shift from pain to peace. Loving yourself enough. I hope you love yourself enough to, to shift from pain to peace. Making that conscious decision to end the war with your life. Um, yeah, and then when you do that, you know, the more you're able to shift from pain to peace, you start noticing the colors of life again. You start noticing that gorgeous blue sky, um, the sunset, the colors of life. And you start to say yes to life more than you say no. And, and feelings of hopefulness can grow. They can grow. Um, and then for me, you know, I started wondering, what am I doing here? What am I, what am I on the planet for? So it's, it's possible, it's hopeful to look forward to find out why you came to the planet. I know it could sound daunting, but if you're here listening to me, again, I, I believe there's something inside of you that either thinks that it's somewhat possible or that you hope it was, it's possible and you wish it's possible. And I really want to say that for me, it's been possible. And if it's possible for me, I believe it's possible for you too. So I should leave it there. I said a lot and um, I, hope that, I hope that it's been helpful. Um, I hope you'll pick up the book and read it for yourself. Read chapter three over and over again. It's a beautiful chapter and so, so, so very helpful. So with that, my friends, I wanna say thank you so much again for being here and I appreciate you so much and I'm grateful for each and every listener out there, each and every viewer. I appreciate you and I send you so much love. I love, I love you very much. Sending so much love out there to you and uh, for your healing and for, for you to um, learn to do grief in new ways so that your life can open up into a, into, into a life that you can appreciate, appreciate and, um, and feel that hope and appreciate the colors of life again. That's my wish and my hope and my intention for you. So, uh, so much love to you on your on your grief journey and on your life path and take care of yourself give yourself self-love open yourself shift from pain to peace and um i will see you next time thank you again so much for being here and um i will see you next time